Hey guys, welcome to Ron's Reactions, episode 17. It's a rookie draft primer for the running backs. As always, the real McSpanky is with me. Please like, comment, and subscribe. It's at JLebowskiTRM on the Twitters. And McSpanky, say hello to the people. What's up, everybody? Glad to be back. We missed last week. That was, that was mostly my fault. Uh, and a sick family, so apologize mm. for that. But hopefully, uh, yeah, we got, I think we got a good show lined up for tonight, talking about some rookie running backs, and uh, we're going to talk about a, a running back data model that I put together. So, mm, yeah, it should be like good. A, one. Like a Tyra model? I mean, it can be, yeah. Yes, if that's, yes. that suits your fancy, it could be Tyra. It could be, okay. I'm running out of models that I know. Uh, just yeah, me too. One. Uh, Giselle's a model too, <laughs> yeah. I went straight to Tyra because that's the only model name that I know. Right. I was going to say, I was like, I, I want one more, but I, I don't know. I'm, <laughs> I'm about tapped out on how many models I know. So <laughs> I just had to beat you to the punchline, to be honest. Yeah, perfect. Okay, so uh, in news, uh, Odell Beckham signs with the Ravens. He believes that uh, Lamar is going to be his quarterback in 2023 at least. Yeah, that's that's what he said. Like, And, I, and he posted on his Instagram, he was like, like FaceTiming with Lamar and it sounded yeah. like Lamar recruited him to Baltimore. So it sounds like What's this? whether Lamar gets a deal or not, he's going to sign. Oh yeah, exactly. That was, that's yeah, a, that's that's fair. Like a that was a, image. That's so I thought, I thought I would. it's uncanny how, how close that looks. Cool. So we'll screenshot it. We'll tweet it out. We'll see what we get, you know, yeah, perfect. cool. Cool. See if there's um, any news for me. But uh, does this, does this do anything for you for, in terms of like OBJ? Like, does this, I feel like if you've had OBJ on your roster, you've been waiting for the sell window for what feels like two years now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is this, are, are you going to get anything from him? Like he's almost 30. He's coming off of two ACL surgeries. Like you got to be hoping and praying for what a late second. I, can you get a late second? I don't know. <laughs> I wouldn't I, give you that. I wouldn't either. I offered a random 24 third the other day and it got, it got countered with like a like my 206 and i was like no oh. we're done here yeah so, no i'm not going that high like no oh um, uh, yeah i i don't know i don't really care I, we haven't like, seen this todd munkin offense in baltimore installed yet yeah he's gonna be the number one wide receiver at 30 years old uh, I'm like uh, a yeah. Lamar's I mean, his quarterback. It's not like Lamar's exactly just straight back here slinging the rock, and he's right. the only guy on the field. I mean, there's Bateman there. Oh yeah, Bateman's on the field too. There's Mark, Mark Andrews is. Oh, yeah, that's Andrews. the thing about yeah. Bateman. I don't know, but but Mark Andrews True. is there, and I say likely. Honestly, is he's pretty solid too. Likely. And there's not a lot of volume going around there, at least not traditionally. I assume that'll probably pick up a little bit, but I don't know. I just, I don't, I have a hard time justifying like paying really anything for it. Like, yeah. Even if you're on a contender, which I think is the only way it makes sense, like, is he really going to help your team? And if you need him, are, are you really a contender? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I just, uh... he's got to be like your wide receiver five. Yeah, so if, if five or six or like, like four, I don't, if he's my wide receiver for four, weeks, yeah, you got some rough bye weeks get down the stretch, like he sure. can fill in. But I, I feel like you're gonna have to pay more 
to get him, then he's going to be worth in terms of like actually giving you value on your team. So to be honest with someone like OBJ, I'll just wait until I absolutely positively need him on my roster and my team is already in the playoffs and I'll just pay whatever I have to at that point. Fair. What, what if you, let's say you have them and your team is now in like a rebuild. Um, mm-hmm. What are you selling him for? Cause he's not going to do him any good. He's just going to put up some points. Um, are you like, what's the lowest? I, I, I guess, what are you looking to get from him? <sighs> like any third? Jeez. I want to say yes, but I feel like two thirds. I feel like you could ask for two thirds and somebody would be two-thirds? like, yeah, I think somebody would be like, okay. I guess. I think you could get a lot of I guesses, like a a really, really two thirds. Right. Like if uh, someone offers a third for you and you counter with like a second, like they're like twenty four thirty, you can be like, yeah. oh, all right, fine. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Kind of just like a. I see that. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. Like that, you might fifty percent of the time. Yeah. Yeah. Time you're getting yelled at about it. Like, why would I give you another third for OBJ? It's like, why not? Right. You want him so badly. What the hell am I going to give him to you for one for? That's kind of the negotiation here, buddy. Right. No one. Yeah. Yeah. These running backs. What do you want? You want to talk more OBJ? You want to do running backs? No, I think we probably hit OBJ enough here. Let's, uh, let me share my screen. Yes, sir. Um, Do it. And we can talk about. These running backs. If I can figure out how to work my computer. Okay. Do you want to build a snowman? <laughs> I have kids, dude. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what just happened there. I kind of just broke. <laughs> it is some, some frozen, dude. It's never, yeah, yeah it's never a bad thing. We were doing the Disney soundtrack at bath time today, so. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, we put the like the, the Radio Disney on like Pandora or like Spotify mm-hmm. or whatever that channel on. Yeah, good one. Yeah, man. Yeah, we've been fan of the Moana soundtrack. Moana and Encanto are the big ones in my house. Yeah. Nice. Um, but uh, enough of the Disney. Um, yeah, get out of here. All right, so when we talk about the running back model I put together, so basically. I'm looking at seven things for running backs right now. So I'm looking at their their BMI. So basically, it's like their height, weight, um, so their body composition, their speed sure. score, which is their 40 time. And it's like a weird calculation that basically looks at their 40 time based on their weight. Um, sure. So it, it kind of helps balance out. Like if you're bigger and you run like a 4.5, it's just as impressive as like a, a smaller person running like a 4.4. Four. Um, looking at their how much percentage of like the running back market share on their team they got in college um how many rushing the percentage of rushing yards they had on their team how many targets they got on their team um looking at their yards after contact that they had as well as their like breakaway speed so looking at runs that are how many runs they had over 15 yards um and basically the the idea here was looking at how can we look at running backs that kind of do a little bit of everything right so Mm -hmm. are they good at the point of contact do they have the speed to break away do they get the work in college do they do they do well with that work and and then um so basically i i i looked at um on all those categories 
every draft, every drafted running back for the since 2017, I put down their numbers. And then if you scored like in the top five percent, so like the 95th percentile or above, mm-hmm. and any of those categories, you basically got like the highest score possible in those categories. And so if you got a perfect score, it mm-hmm. basically means you were in the 95th percentile or above in all of those. So if you look at Jonathan Taylor here, he's he had 95% of a perfect score. So he basically was in the 95th percentile or above in every single category. So he's basically sure. like, he's the best prospect that like in my model. Um, and looking why at is, this, wait a second. This thing's already broken. Why? Are you going to say something about Sean Tucker? No. Where's Kenneth Walker, dude. It, okay. So actually he's, he's 11th. Oh my Lanta. You should have put him on there. You I was going to try to fit him in, but I was like, uh, he didn't quite fit. I was like, I could do like 11. I, maybe I could do like 12, but that just feels like I'm like forcing it. But yeah. No, I would have forced it with 11. I'd have just put 11 and I'd have said yeah. just so I could have Kenneth Walker on my no, side. No, yeah. He's, he's like just graded out right below. That's hilarious. Um, Proceed. Yeah. And so this is just a pre-draft score, right? So there's uh-huh. also a post-draft score that you get that factors in draft capital. Um, mm-hmm. And that one's a little bit more indicative of like um, how many like running back one, running back two, running back three seasons that uh, that prospect will have. Um, okay. But in the pre-draft score, if you scored above a 90th percentile, so there's only been two, but Jonathan Taylor and Saquon Barkley, mm-hmm. you were basically guaranteed to get at least one running back one season. Um, nobody oh, hit sweet. that in this class, but um the you can see there Bijan, chase brown and sean tucker in this class are all uh-huh. in the 80 to 89th percentile and that basically means you have like a two out of three chance so um cool. if you look at those three basically two of them are going to hit a running back one season uh at least according to my model now they could all bust because there's there's other things that happen but that's how i right. did this so um without further ado Let's look at these these backs that we got going on. Wait, do you want me to pick my busts out of those three? Out of your yeah, two out please of do. Three? Yeah, please yeah, do. Sean Tucker's the bust. Bijan and Chase Brown. Interesting. There's your I, two thought, out of three. I thought for sure you would have said Chase Brown would have been the one that busted. Dude, Sean this Sean Tucker situation. We'll, we'll get to Sean the, Tucker in a minute. It's one of the oddest things. He's. We'll get to him in a minute. Yeah. I love it. it. I'm such a huge fan of what's happening, but oh my God. What? Yeah, there's some weird things. Uh, all right, so I broke these down into like how I have my tiers. I did this actually, my tiers were before I ran them through my model, so I'm probably going to shift them around a little bit. But Bijan Robinson uh, in tier one all by himself, he got the ninth highest draft score out of the 151 that I went through. Um, you can see here basically, here's how he scored in all the different areas. Um, he hit pretty much the highest mark in the speed score target score, rush attempts, rushing yard. He scored really well in all those. Um, Bijan Robinson's pretty, he's been like the one-on-one for, I don't know, the last like year or more. Yeah. Since, I don't know. Do since you came out of the womb? changing? Yeah. Do you foresee that changing at no. any, any point? No. I, okay. So, uh, Anthony Richardson could be, if he gets a supreme landing spot, okay, he, he could unseat Bijan for some people. Well, not for me personally. I'm not going to do it. 
I'm just going to draft Bijan at 101 and then Anthony Richardson at 102. That's pretty much what it's going to be locked in unless Anthony Richardson doesn't get the first round capital at this point. But yes, Bijan is always 101 for me, staying 101. I don't care. Okay. What if what if you played in a 16 team Superflex and yet you you have no quarterbacks basically? Uh, do, you, do you still take Bijan or do you are you tempted to take Anthony Richardson there or or Bryce Young or, or whoever? <sighs> Man, that's tough. This, that's really tough. I think, honestly, so what's my quarterback room look like at this current time? Let's say you have Jordan Love and you had you had Matthew Stafford. Or, sorry, you had Matt Ryan. Mm-hmm. And wow. let's say you have, like, uh, like, Drew Locke or some other, like, backup. Jeez Louise. So it's pretty bad. That's like a could, really bad quarterback. Yeah, so, so basically you could get by with like Jordan Love is like your one starter, but sure, 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 sure. So I'm still gonna take Bijan, to be honest. Okay. Because that's that's what I believe in. I, yeah. I think that's the right move too. Yeah. Um, I, I think he's just safer. Like even mm-hmm. even the upside of Anthony Richardson's there. And chances are if your quarterback room is that bad, you're we're gonna be in a spot that next year you could take Caleb Williams or, sure. or Drake May. Right? Sure. So. And imagine the uh, the return you can get for Bijan if he hits the ground running in the NFL. Oh, yeah. Dude, If honestly, the hype so, is so high on him. Like, exactly. If he does anything like week one, like say he goes out there and he has like 100 yards and a touchdown, yeah. like you could name your price and, and get whatever yeah. you want. Exactly. Yeah. Bijan does not have to stay on your roster because you draft him. That's for no. sure. If my roster is really bad, honestly, my ultimate goal is to break Bijan down, just to yeah. get uh, more shots in yeah, this draft. I don't blame you. I I've been having a hard time moving the one on one though. Um, in leagues where I have them, it doesn't seem like anyone wants to pay what I you think it's worth. At least not pre-draft. Um, that might change as. Mm-hmm over the summer when people start looking at their rosters and they're like trying to have to do starting lineups and they're like, Oh crap, I, I need help. Yes. So that's, that's where you might be able to get some movement. But yeah, for now we it's, need landing yeah. spots, man. How many days away are we? Like a little uh, over two weeks, right? 16, two weeks on, from Thursday, right? Days, yeah. Days. Yeah. Whoa, Oof. dude, that was good math. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Look at us. Right. Look at us doing math. Hey, <laughs> All right, so here's one that was a little surprising. So Jameer Gibbs scored very poorly. Um, he's 71st out of 151, so he's kind well, of the bottom it. half. So if you look here, his speed score and his target score were like mm-hmm. the in the second tier, so he's basically in the 85th percentile, um, 85th to 94th percentile on those uh, on those scores. But he's not a workhorse. He's small. And because of that, he also didn't sure. have like a ton of like breakaways. So those breakaways are like 15 plus yard runs. Um, so he's pretty much in the bottom of like his rushing yard. So the rushing yard score you see there, that's like the percentage of his team's sure. rushing yards. So, um, sure. and a one basically meant like you were in the bottom half of all drafted running backs in terms of like how much rushing yards you took. And so, mm-hmm. This model in particular does kind of, if you're like a pass catching running back like yeah. him and like Tony Pollard and some of those guys, you're not going to sure. score as well. It doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to be a bad running back. It's just that sure. you're not going to be a workhorse. Um, and he is smaller. So like 
there's there's a higher chance that he could be injured. Um, sure. Sure. And no, I totally agree. That was going to be my question. That was the only question I had was, are we accounting for the, the pass catching ability? I wonder if his breakaway score changes um, based off of his pass catch. Does it change off his pass catching? No. So it's, it's based on design runs. Um, design so it, runs. it doesn't factor in like big plays in the passing game. Okay. Um, the, the, the target score is the really the only thing that factors that in. And I okay. did weigh that heavier than like some of the other ones. So like, you'll notice okay. that one's like a perfect score out of that is like seven, 7.5. So he, okay. he got a 7.13. The rest of them are out of five other than the speed score. Oh, so those, the, so those two are weighted higher. Sure, so the two that sure. are weighted the most, he scored like really high in. Sure, um, I got you. I got so you. That, that's where some like context is key here. Sure. Um, that BMI not, really hurts, doesn't it? It does. The BMI hurts, and then the contact score, which makes mm-hmm. sense because that's not really his game, right? Sure. He's not gonna like run through people, but right. yeah. It, I don't know. It's it did knock me. It it was enough to make me say I'm gonna take if I have like the 105, I'm gonna take Jackson Smith and Jake, but over him now. Really, um, as opposed to a hat gives over JSN before. Man, I can't do that. You don't think so? No. No, I just... I'll take I'll take Gibbs still, man. Would you? Where yeah. Where do you want to see Gibbs go? Uh, Denver with Javante. Yeah, go let Sean go let Sean Payton, Alvin Kamara. So Javante didn't score very well in this either, by the way. Really? Mm-hmm. But it's because huh. him and Michael Carter basically split all the work in college. Sure. So, like. Sure. Eh. Yeah. I don't know. I get I think it would be I think it'd be fine in Denver. He can come to Detroit if he wants. He can replace DeAndre if he can stay healthy. I, dude, I've seen a lot of mocks having Detroit take Bijan in the first round. <laughs> kind of kill your David Montgomery hype a little bit. But... I, hey, I wouldn't even care. Super Bowl hype. <laughs> Super Bowl hype. <laughs> um, you can kill all my David Montgomery hype Fair. for that. That might be a little extreme. The defense still needs some help. Push now they just traded away uh, Okuda. Oh yeah, the guy they benched in the like the last back half of the season there. Did they bench him? Yeah, he was okay. benched at the end of the season. I honestly okay. I didn't even notice he was benched. I was I heard it on a podcast. They're like, Yeah, Jeff Okuda was benched the last two games. Did you notice? And the other guy talking, he's like, Oh no, I guess I didn't. There you go. Yeah, I think uh the landing spot I've seen for Gibbs a lot is Cincinnati, I think would would be really good. Um yeah. assuming Mixon's gone. If Mixon's still there, and that's the thing, it's like what's his upside gonna be if he's always the second back in the rotation? Because uh, he, he's not gonna get a lot of touchdowns. Uh if he goes and plays with Sean Payton, he would. He's gonna get used in the red zone. Because then he could be like Camara. He's a weapon. He's just a weapon yeah. at that point. That's fair. Um, he need needs to be in some in somewhere creative that's going to use him in that way. Because what I was thinking about with the Bengals, with no longer having Mixon there, and uh, Gibbs isn't going to go between the tackles for a no. full NFL season. So I he still needs somebody there. So I would prefer to see him go dr- get dropped right into a committee and not take the workload at all. If he doesn't. Uh, or if he has a set in stone workhorse back in front of him like that, that can just grind it out. I'm going to be more excited for Gibbs than an empty backfield, to be honest. 
I, I tend to agree. I think he needs he needs a workhorse next to him. Um, mm-hmm. but, and, and he's more of like a change of pace kind of guy. Yeah. Um, I don't know. We'll see. I don't. I don't. I think Alvin Kamara is probably like his absolute ceiling. I think sure. in reality he's sure. probably a little bit less than that. I think he's probably going to be like a good running back too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't. I, I don't. Yeah, think Andre Swift. Like, if he could be healthy. Yeah, that's probably a good comp. Yeah, sure. he could probably be like DeAndre Swift. What DeAndre Swift should be. Sure. Uh, exactly. The, the idea, the right? His yeah. fifteen, his fifteen point per game when he's actually there. Yeah. That. Uh, uh, uh. Anyway, who's next? All right. So here we got some of my favorite players in this class. Well, at least one of them, Devin A Chain mm-hmm. and Charbonnet. So A Chain scored really well. Um, eighteenth there. You can see. What? And okay. Charbonnet Our... was like. What? All right. Well, let me hear it. How how can Gibbs score poorly on this, but A chain sp- scores well, and they're kind of similar role type. So deal. I can tell you how they. Yes, did it. you Hold tell on. me. Let me pull up my data on the other screen here. Sorry. No, you're fine. Because I'm looking for some. I'm looking for my Charbonnet notes. So Devin A chain, he got more work than you think he did. For really? example, his rush attempt, he had six this past year, he took 64% of the carries on his team at Texas AM last year, and he Good had Lord. 60% of the rushing yards. Um, and that included a 12.5% target share. So he got he was a workhorse this last year. And people don't think that because he's small, and he is small, but he mm. they they used him and he held up so um that's why he scored so much higher like in comparison to that like so jameer gibbs he is he got 33.8 percent of the team's rushing yards and that actually wasn't at alabama his alabama stats were worse that was at georgia tech and really? one year at georgia tech he barely eclipsed 50 percent of the rush attempts so Jeez, um, yeah so he i mean gibbs was used sparingly now granted he's an electric player so like Sure. It doesn't necessarily matter um, because he can. That's the thing. He can hit a home run, right? And and I think A chain can too. I don't think A chain's what he did at A and M last year. I don't think that's uh-huh. what he's going to be in the NFL. I don't think he's big enough to hold up. Like you can see, he's his BMI score is one, which basically means he was like in the in the bottom. Yeah, he's like a little baby. He's a little. He's, baby. A, he's a tiny little thing out there. Uh, it makes me nervous for him out there. Uh, but like you said, 64% of the, the workload is no joke. Um, it's all through the SEC, too. Right. Yeah, he um, held up over the SEC West. Like, that's, it, that's no joke. Yeah, he's not he's not messing around. That's tough conference college-wise, all that stuff. Um, yeah, I, it's just so hard. Because he's he's so much smaller, but l- like you're saying to me, I mean, that 64 percent is hard to look away from. Then that right. kind of is changing my feelings a little bit on him. But I still need to see where he gets drafted to, and I think a lot like Gibbs, I need he needs to be with somebody smart, and he needs to be somewhere he's going to be used correctly. 
That's the thing. Well, and the, and the thing with A-Chain is I have a lot higher concerns that he might not get the draft capital we want. Mm. Like, Jameer Gibbs, like, I have no issue. Like, I'm sure, sure he's going to go, like, late round one or, like, early round two. Like sure, 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 sure. Like, I have no doubts about that. A-Chain, I think he's going to go in the second, third round, but he might slip to the fourth because he is smaller. And NFL GMs, for whatever reason, they love their dudes that are built like Derrick Henry and that are just, like, big. Uh, regardless of how fast a chain is like they might just be like you know what i don't think he can hold up and we're not going to take the risk on him so that and that, that'll kill his value too i totally agree with that um uh because because of what you said there because it's the freaks of nature like derrick henry that survived the nfl for years mm-hmm. upon years upon years and you just see derrick henry every year just get stronger throughout the season because he's just a freak of nature and nobody wants to come up there and hit the man by the end of the season anymore because they're sick and right. tired of it. Well, and it's like, how many years have we been saying, oh, this is the last year Derek Henry's going to start right. to decline? He's ah, trucking he's through. Going. Just no. trucking through. Yeah. Right. And like, you see Devin A-Chain out there. That's probably a welcome sight. Yes, like, sir, a- at the end a- of the season. Yeah, and like A-Chain, like, he's probably going to be in that, like, he's you're not going to want him after his rookie contract's over because he's probably sure. not – gonna hold up for too yeah. long yeah he's gonna he's oh mr sprolio or i was gonna call him mr sprolios <laughs> he's not that guy he's he's not we're gonna get to someone who's 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 closer to darren sprolls <laughs> are we yes I, I threw him in there for you yes um and the charbonnet i i think honestly his score in my model kind of fits kind of how he is he's just mm-hmm. like good running back he's not like great uh sure. he doesn't do anything necessarily like awesome sure but he does fine um yeah. and i and i think the nfl is gonna like that and i think he's probably gonna go in the third round i don't know i don't think he's my problem with him is like i don't see him as a lead running back in the nfl sure Sure, but sure. he's also not like a super great like he's a good pass catcher like he got a lot of work in the receiving game but he's mm. not like he's not like Jameer Gibbs or like or like a chain even in the passing right. game like he's fine um and I don't know he kind of reminds me a little bit of like Brian Robinson and that like they'll just go out there kind of ho-hum they'll get their yards they'll get what's blocked for them they're not going to do anything crazy I totally agree. Um, and so why is everybody going to draft him so much higher than Tank Bigsby, who does the same thing? Anyway, that's, I, <laughs> you have a you have a point. That's uh, what I. That's why I've been banging the table for Tank Bigsby. I mean, if you want just a running back, that's just fine. Like, yeah, take Tank a round later. That, and that's uh, who do we got next? I can't find my Charbonnet notes. I I agree with you on Charbonnet. He's He's a, you know, he's a normal everyday. He's got a little burst to him. I think he has a little more burst than Tank does. He does. He does. He's got, he's got a little more juice, but mm-hmm. it's not like, oh my God. Like when you watch him, you're like, oh yeah, that dude's going right. to be awesome in the NFL. Right. They ran the same 40. Um, and, so. and he played in a Chip Kelly offense, which isn't exactly <laughs> like pro ready either. So right, he wasn't it, really asked to do a lot of like pass blocking. So I, no. there's some question marks there. Mm-hmm. I have my concerns. Uh, yeah, I, I think they're. He definitely Charbonnet definitely looks the part. I'll say that he does. Um, 
So does so does Kendra Miller here. Yes, uh, he does. He looks he looks good. He did not score well in my mouth. Oh, he didn't. Uh, I don't know. I was disappointed in that too. Um, he was really towards the bottom. Like if you look, um, his BMI BMI scores average, speed scores average, rush attempts and rushing yards are kind of towards the bottom. Target scores not a ton of not a ton of sure. work in the passing game. His contact score he didn't really break a lot of tackles and and run well after contact. And he didn't have a ton of like he he's kind of average across the board like right nothing like stood out which I think kind of fits him in that same like Tank Bigsby Zach Charbonnet mold of but the difference here is Miller's not really a pass catcher um, and I think that's gonna kind of limit him in the NFL and I I think I'm a little bit worried about him and how the NFL views him and I think he's gonna slip in in, in, the, in the draft. Um, I don't think he's going to get day two draft capital. I think he's going to slip to the fourth round, Ooh, okay. which might be a killer. Um, I, I don't know, man. Well, I mean, yeah. What do you think? Yeah. The NFL loves big, strong, uh, big, strong dude. And that's exactly what Kendra sure. Miller is. And they're going to see those traits and they're going to say, Hey, can we turn this into something? Can we mold this into something? And it only takes one team to say, sure. yeah, we can do that. He is he's so he's 5'11, 215. So he's got I mean he's got a really good size. Mm-hmm. Um but man, I don't know. Like I think he has like Dude, he looks like an alien out there. I'm telling you. He looks different on the field no, he when does. he's out there. And I liked his taste. He looks quite a way bit. bigger than the what size you just rattled off there, I'll tell you that. But part of the problem too is like he played in the Big Twelve, which isn't exactly known for their defense. Sure. So like uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know what to do with him. I'm, I'm what did little... he do against Michigan in the, um, the bowl game? That's a good question. I will look that up. Cool. Uh, I I just remember in that game there was a ton of offense and Quentin Johnson had that huge. Yes, you got catch some huge run. catch let's in see. there. Yeah, the catch and run. Yes, yes, yes. Um, let's see. Box score. Kendra Miller. Eight carries, 57 yards. No uh, touchdowns. Uh, no uh, catches. Uh, so, no touchdowns, no catches. So, and I think this is where he's going to end up being like a really good running back in the NFL, but not one that's going to give you a lot of fantasy points. Kind of like, um, honestly, kind of like Damian Pierce. You know how, like, he's going to be really touchdown dependent. Like, if he gets a bunch of touchdowns, sure, or, uh, or or maybe like last year's Jamal Williams, let's say, sure, sure, Jamal, sure. Jamal's a good pass catcher, but like, he's going to need a bunch of touchdowns. He's not. He's probably not going to get like. I, he he could potentially be like the lead back in a rotation, but he's mm. going to come off the field and passing downs. Um, if he gets goal line work on a good offense, like he could he could be fine. Um, I just. I I don't know. I'm worried about Kendra, which is a bummer because I really liked him going in uh, the draft process. But I don't know. I yeah, I do too. I think I think uh, I think he looks. I don't know. He looks smooth. He's got that long stride out there on the field. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think he's got a lot of stuff, and he has really good balance too. And he, you he know, does. maybe he's just. I mean, is he was was he a late bloomer? Or am I just remembering somebody else? Am I in the wrong? He he Not took like a late over bloomer, for but... Zach Evans last year, and then he, this was his first like full okay. year as like the starter. Yeah, and this was the okay. This, so he got the full year. For some reason, I'm thinking of somebody. But 
honestly, I liked watching him. I enjoyed watching. I, too. I watched, enjoyed watching his tape on the field. Um, so I'm going to be excited to see what, what draft capital he gets. Let's see if he can't outdo the McSpanky model rankings here. I, I think, I mean, I think Kendra might prove like, you wrong. This is perfect. Sure. I, I hope he does because sure. I, I really like him. Um, I right. just, he didn't he didn't score well, and that doesn't mean anything. Like no, I can. I, there there are guys who didn't score well in my model that did fantastic, um, and guys who scored really highly who didn't turn out very well. Like Rashad Penny is one who had one of the highest scores, and he's not done a whole Dead hell of a lot. So no, he has yeah. not. That's for sure. That is um, oh show. Yeah, do you want to talk about Sean Tucker? Yeah, let's talk about so, this. This is my boy right here. Uh, yeah, you you're... can. So he has like the fifth highest score out of everyone pretty draft. I, I don't care. Which is just yeah. What? Well, okay, but why? Because he's dead to me. He's he's, he's an odd duck, man. There's something going on with this guy. I'm telling you guys, just it's one of those gut things, and I'm telling you, mm. this Sean Tucker just ain't it. There's something. It, like that he wasn't medically cleared to, to do that pro day. And then he films this odd pro day where he ran a four, three and like Brugler's the beast came out and he's got the fifth round draft capital in there. Blah, blah, blah. Who did that? Dave Brugler. He says he's a fifth rounder. Yeah. Let me double check in the that discord. Feels wrong. That feels, that feels disrespectful. You, this is my boy right here. <laughs> I am worried that he doesn't get the draft capital though too. But fifth round seemed harsh. Um no, when I read it I I thought like wow, that's pretty Let me see. The Okay, so the guys over at the draft network gave him a fourth round grade. I think that's I I think he goes in the third and I think he's gonna be fine, but I, I can don't see know. I don't but but why? Just because he played at Syracuse? Dude, no, like, it's not the... no, it's all the odd like uh, uh, Sean Tucker is his running back 17. Hold on. So okay. Yeah. That's, that's just, that's just rude. That's just rude. <laughs> that I found it. So, anyway, what was your question? Sorry, I lost my train. Oh, all I was going to say is like, he scored so high in like his speed score is fantastic for his size. Yeah. Um, he, he went over 60% of the carries at Syracuse and won mm-hmm. in his best year. He also went over 53% of hit the rushing yards sure. for Syracuse. He had a 15% market, like uh, target share. Um, he scored in the 85th percentile for yards after contact mm-hmm. and, and your 15 plus yard runs. Like, he he just is a well-rounded back like he could catch the ball well it looked like he was strong um he had the speed to to break long runs like his size is is okay his size isn't like the greatest but he's okay he's more than fast enough to make up for it like he he was a a true workhorse uh at Syracuse like I don't Mm -hmm. know what's going on off the field but on the field the dude's a beast so like if his head's on straight and he goes he gets the draft capital like I I want all the Sean Tucker. The, the, those medicals are concerning and the odd so, nature. So I know he didn't get cleared. Do we know what happened? No. Not to my knowledge. I haven't heard anything. Weird. And then, yeah, he did. He like 
filmed his own pro day on yeah, like, dude. iPhone 3. So, right, man. Know, like, dude. my phone's more advanced than that, guys. That's what I'm I saying. Know. Like, first of all, it's 2023. Get a better phone. But is the phone so bad so you can just do a terrible CGI edit for yourself so you can run a 4340, Mr. Tucker? Here's the thing. I tend to believe he actually runs that fast because he yeah, runs cause he's the, the track runner. The track runner yeah. thing is what, what you always get me with every single time. I'm just suspicious of the dude as a, as a character. I, I got character fair. concerns with him. Every just It just seems odd and it feels odd to me. This is one I of those things behind it. where it would be nice if we had some more info, like, you know, how the teams can sit down with them at the combine and like chat with them. Yeah. If, cause, cause we don't know, right. We can only yeah. see what he's done on the field exactly. uh, and then just kind of gas, but uh, dude, I don't know. I just, I love me some Sean Tucker. I, I really hope he works out. If he doesn't, I'm going to be really sad, but it's fine. Um, I mean, don't be sad about it. I mean, I'll be sad. There's nothing to be sad about for Sean Tucker not working out. I'm tweeting about our live show about halfway through now. Don't worry about it. Nice. Like, I got to it this time. Hey, the better hey, late than never, man. Exactly. That's what I always say. Uh, so, Tajay Spears. Yeah, Tajay, dude. He didn't score as high as I wanted either. I really like Tajay Spears. And actually, um, I don't know. I, I don't really listen to the dynasty nerds all that often, but mm. one of their guys over there has him, has Tajay Spears as his running back too. I'm sorry. Uh, what? Who's yeah. that? Which one was that? Um, Jared, I think is his name. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Jared Wackerly is the guy over there. So yeah, I think he uh, really liked, uh, Mike Williams he, for a very long time. He, he did. Um, I remember that. But uh, so uh, I like Tajay Spears too, but running back two seems a little. That's bold. That's bold, high. man. Yeah, that's you're getting into some some bold claims there. That's a that's yeah. a hot take. Um, he's he did fine in most of the the work there. Like I, his analytics were fine. Um, where he really uh-huh. impressed me actually was his game film. Like I watched the game, the bowl game that he played against the USC, USC game, yeah. And he was carving them up. Now, granted, I don't know mm. how motivated USC was to be there, and it's not like they had a great defense. So that is what it sure. is. Sure. Um, and sure, he played sure, in. Sure. I don't. What did they play in the Sun Belt there or the American? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. So it's not like he was playing against the greatest competition, which is a little concerning. Yeah, that's that was my problem. He's also with him small. for sure. That the the size is definitely a problem, and I thought his lack of competition. And to be honest, I I watched the um, USC film. I had to watch it oh. two. I had to watch it three different times because they kept falling asleep during it. Wow. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I'm like he's he's fine. I think he's a fine running back. Um, he didn't like blow me away like everybody else is. To be honest, I, I really. <laughs> Yeah, so I think he's going to be one that is going to fall down rankings because he's going to slip to the fourth, fifth round. I think people were bored and the senior bowl happened. Yeah, no, I mean, it's fair. Like, he, the, I don't know. Like, I think sometimes, like, prospect fatigue is like a real thing where people have been mm-hmm. talking about the same guys over and over again. And then you're like, oh, here's this Tajay Spears kid. Like, we haven't talked about him. Oh, he's fantastic. Let's bump him up the rankings. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, know. we'll see. Um, 
And then I have like a, 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 a big tier here of kind of tier five guys. Um, yes. This is where your boy Tank is. This is where Chase Brown is. And then my guy, Israel Abanacanda. Ooh, um, which, nice on the pronunciation. Thank you. I was I practiced earlier actually. Yeah. Not gonna lie, because last time we were talking about him, I, I stumbled through it and I was like, not again. Yeah, <laughs> not again. <laughs> yeah so, you nailed uh, it. Do you want to talk about your boy Tank here? Um, what's there to say about Tank? I mean, first of all, he's got a really solid name. I don't know. He does have a cool name. Yeah. Um, you would think he'd be bigger with that with that name, you, but you honestly. You know, we said it before, kind of when we talked about Charbonnet, he does everything really well. I think he really grinds out the yards, the the sure. goal line stuff, the short yardage guy. Um, he's got a lot of energy to him as well. Um, you know, after the plays, he's, he's pretty hyped up. He's pretty excited. He's, he, you know, I, I just like to see that uh, in my players anyway, to begin with that, you know, that I root for. There's a little energy to him. There's a little bit more going on here than just. Yeah, fair um the I, the thing i would say just like in the scoring and i think it makes sense when you watch the film too mm-hmm. he he scores poorly in like overall like speed and explosiveness right sure so like eh, and it is what it is but yeah. like everything else he does fine like he does really right well. Yeah. so and I, that track honestly with what i saw the difference between him and charbonnet would be that burst like we talked about having that juice got a little, and, little bit of juice and here. that would be tank you know not you know being chased down from behind like it, exactly what your model showed here, basically on his scores, right? Um, the basically the exact opposite of that is Israel Abanacanda. He is yeah. he is not a not a strong runner, but no. he is he is he is faster than hell. He uh, is, yeah. And that that just I don't know. I have a type, and that excites me. Uh, he is so fast. And what did what forty did he run? Like a four three? Yeah, day, this pro day, like. Man, and he's got he's got average enough size. He's lightning fast. He got middle of the pack like work in terms of like your rush attempts and like your rushing yard. The thing I like to see. Mm-hmm. So he he didn't get as like high of a score in like the actual number of rushing attempts, mm-hmm. but he had a like a, a much higher score in rushing yards sure. for the team. So like he didn't get as many carries, but sure. he made the most of those carries. Um, he doesn't get involved in the passing game a ton, and that's that is a little concerning too. Um, but he kind of fits in that same like you kind of give him I don't know like ten to twelve touches a game, and he might he might house one. So uh, I I, mean, I know I think people are really split on him. They either love him or they're like, oh. no, get this dude off my roster. Like I don't think he's worth anything. So. So if you go watch the Lions play, there's a guy named Godwin Iguabuque. Okay. Uh, that played with oh, the Lions yeah. the yeah. past few years. Um, I think their vision is probably pretty equal in their kick returners. Um, that's what his main Godwin Iguabuque's main purpose was. And he could house one. If he hit that seam and hit that crease and hit that sure. daylight, he'd house it for sure. But if he doesn't sure. hit that seam or hit that crease, yeah. it's a one-yard yeah. loss or a one-yard gain. I think I think he would fit in. McSpanky, no, he's gone. Don't worry, I'll save us. So uh, he probably thinks that he would fit in, you know, in a good kick returner role, I would guess, since we were kind of headed that way anyway. Oh, here he is. Sorry. 
You're good. Hey, I was just talking about how he would be great in a kick returner role. He would. Uh, the thing I was going to say before I just drop internet there for a minute mm-hmm. was uh, I think he would fit in really well in like a Shanahan offense. So it's like a one cut and go like sure. in Miami or like San Francisco. I think he would be sure. fantastic. Cause like, he yeah, doesn't have to, he, he doesn't have to do too much. He just like, if it's blocked, he, he can just go. Um, but yeah. I agree. I agree. If that makes sense. If he doesn't have to do the reading of, of that, yeah, for sure. He's good. Um, and then Chase Brown scored really high, um, nice. which I was a little surprised by. But, I mean, he, dude, he, he was a beast in college. I didn't like, dude, realize this. Yes. But this dude was a tank. Um, 62% market share. He went to school for four years. Sure. You well, think he I, can stay healthy? I think I think he actually was there for five because I think he transferred because because he started at Western Michigan and then he transferred oh, before right. they had like the free right. like you could transfer without sitting out a year because yeah. so yep. But man, I don't I don't know it. I don't I don't know if I care. Like he's not like old old. Um, sure. And man, he's just good and he's well rounded. Like. He's mm-hmm. a he's a strong running back. Like he's got more than enough speed. Like mm-hmm. I really hope he gets the draft capital. Yeah, if he had uh, a plus landing spot, I would be pretty excited to scoop him up later in drafts. If well, I do. I don't know if he gets like a good like. Let's say he goes like early third round to like a good landing spot. Is that what people are giving him right now? Is early third? I have seen a third. Um, really? I, I kind of am trying to manifest a, an early third, but uh, <laughs> you're making it happen, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to, trying to bring that up. But let's see. These guys gave him, yeah. So the draft network, they gave him a third round grade. Okay. Okay. Um, I could see it. And like, I, honestly, if he gets the third round draft capital sure. and he goes to a good spot, like I could take him early second. No yeah. Problem. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, and like we said, I mean, we'll see, man. Like they say it, every JB and Mitch and Dan on Dynasty Theory are always saying it too. You know, like we pretty pretty much can shake these guys all up in a hat until this freaking dra- until we get this yeah. draft capital, dude. No, it's I, so hard right now. I agree. I think like like uh, Bijan and Gibbs are pretty clearly like the one two, and then after sure. that, it's like it's just going to depend on one who gets draft capital and what spots yep. they get. Um, but yep. they all have pros and cons, um, some yeah. more than others. Zach Evans, I don't, I don't see what people are excited about with him. Um, I, to be honest, I haven't watched any because he's just he not, lost. He's fine. Like he lost his backfield to two different running backs, right? At two different schools, so I don't see a need to even no. watch your film, man. No, I'm he's sorry. Just, he's he's fine. I'm I'm not excited about that. I'll probably have zero shares. Okay, I threw this guy in here just for you. Ooh, the deuce is loose. The deuce is loose. Okay, so the only reason that the deuce Mighty Mouse is in here Mm -hmm. is because I've been watching him do this since he was a freshman. The dude is electric when he's on the field, but it is so terrifying to watch him get hit every single time because it looks like he's getting spun like a top. He's He's getting just thrown everywhere. But he's survived it the whole time. So, dude, I mean, honestly, if Sean Payton drafts this man, you can't stop me from taking Deuce. You can't. You won't stop me if Sean Payton takes Deuce. Uh, I'll take Deuce, too. Hell, Uh, yeah. 
I, dude, he was like a workhorse at like five five. Yeah, like one seventy. Yeah. I don't understand how it's dude. even like physically possible since he was he a freshman. It. Yeah, yeah. And actually, be, because of his weight, based on his short height, he actually ends up with a like a pretty decent BMI, uh, <laughs> which I thought was funny. That's but awesome. then his speed score declines quite a bit because he's he's so little. Um, but he's not uh, like slow. But right. Um, well, it's hard yeah. when you got the the legs. He doesn't have the the strides. He's, he's got to think about three stride. more steps than everyone yeah. else does. I think it's more like seven. <laughs> but but no, dude, he's good. Like he is. I, he's awesome. He knows. He, he's uh, he's I, a magician. He he's probably gonna slip quite a bit because he yeah. is so small. Yeah. Um, but man, I don't know. He's good. Like uh, the honestly, talents there is pretty easy to see. Um, there's. There's a few coaching staffs that if he winds up there on like UDFA or anything like that, that I'd be I think more than drafted. Happy. Yeah. Uh, you think so? I, I do. I think he's yeah. definitely like a day three guy, but I think he could slip into like the sixth round somewhere. Uh, maybe, maybe the Denver, yeah. maybe Sean Payton will take him. Know. Yeah. Someone will someone will look at him like they did, and they'll see like, oh, here's you know Darren Sproles two point oh. Let's I want him to come. I want him to come replace DeAndre Swift. I've decided he can come to Detroit on a UDFA contract. uh, A UDFA is going to replace a first round pick, or sorry, DeAndre Swift. Yeah, well, he well we just traded our first round pick for a fifth round pick, Mr. Jeff Okuda. He did. Um, and well, he, was he was from like third overall, wasn't he? Yeah, he, he was high. like he was very high. He was from the previous regime, and I'll tell you that DeAndre Swift was also drafted by the previous regime. I, uh, I, yeah, that's fair. I don't think Swift is in their long term plans. It doesn't seem no. like Detroit no. likes him all that much. No, so but I don't well, know if I don't know if Deuce is the one that's going to replace him. I don't know either, but that's hopes and dreams. Just so I get to root for Deuce again. I'll root Fair. for him. I'll root for him either way. But if he gets to come to Detroit, I'm gonna root even harder. Fair. Um, real quick, I threw a guy in here too, Dwayne McBride. Um, yes. I threw him in there because he, I think he led the, the college football in rushing yards last year, um, oh. and so that that piqued my interest. Now again, he played Conference USA, so the sure. competition was pretty bad. Yeah. Um, he, he also didn't score that high in my model, so okay. this one didn't. He might just be okay. Um, I don't think he's going to get the draft capital, but what did, uh, what did he pop runner. off? Yeah, why did people start talking about him recently? I've seen his name he, pop in. He ran for like seventeen hundred yards last year. Oh, uh, like he ran for like a like an absurd amount of yards, and he's Jeez. he's yeah he's fast. Um, he's fine. He's just a strong runner. Like he he had a lot of like runs where he like he broke a bunch of tackles um, and and Ooh. then had big runs. So like he had a good like contact balance. Um, a lot okay. of long runs, but again, he's not playing against like great competition. So sure. Some sure, of those guys sure. are, are hard to judge, right? Cause it's like, you're not, I don't know. The, the gap between that and the NFL is going to be significantly different. So, but just someone to keep an eye on. I guess. Well, I thank you for Mr. McBride. I never got to watching him. Unfortunately. Yeah. You should check. You should pop on I'm a, going a game to. or two. He's, he's, I'm going he's, fun, to. he's fun to watch. Yeah. That is for dang sure. Well, McSpanky, are you ready to get on out of here? Yeah, let's do it. All right.